In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Receiving news and information is as old as anything in the human experience. This week, Facebook told me that even Moses himself technically was the first person with a tablet downloading data from the cloud. In the wake in the wake of student marches and in the aftermath of a 60 Minutes interview, in public debates about guns, education, the DACA deal, LGBT rights, the environment, or how we keep our banks safe or our world safe, one thing is absolutely true. We are bombarded by news. Bombarded. Never in the course of human history have people received so much simultaneous messaging. Never have we ever been so bombarded. Some of the news is objective, factual, true, easy to understand. Other types are disturbing, inconclusive, sometimes labeled biased or dismissed as fake. We are bombarded by news, and the consequences are immense. We isolate, we divide ourselves, and our common life degrades. We resort to blaming others. This bombardment attacks us in so many ways. This bombardment, much of the time, allows terror and amazement to take hold of us. We isolate and say little or nothing to anyone, for we are afraid. But today is a day of news that Mark's gospel, from the very beginning of it, calls good, the best news. The good news, this down-to-earth news, as told by Mark, is the news as it's reported. Kind of like the Associated Press, reported, not really interpreted as much. It's not CNN or Fox or even BBC. This is simple and direct. The good news today begins with a group of women, the same women who saw Jesus taken from the cross and buried. These same women, after their Sabbath day of rest, return to the burial site and ask each other, who will roll away the stone? Who? Who will roll away the stone? And when they arrive, they're met by a man, in this account, not an angel, a man, who tells them that Jesus is not there, to go, to leave the burial site, and to go to Galilee. There they will see him, just as he told you. And so they run away as they're utterly terrified because Jesus is not there. The stone was rolled away. On that morning after Sabbath, you can be assured that the women's pantry shelves at home were brimming with leftovers and full, just like your Easter baskets at home brimming with candy are full. But the tomb of Jesus, that tomb is empty. Jesus is not there. How much more news could any group of people take in a day? Their beloved teacher, the one whom they truly believed was God's son, 
was not there, but not only not there, not dead either, alive. What is this? It bombards every sense of logic and sense of time and space and everyday reality that we experience. Of course, terror and amazement seize them. And that's all we get in this reading. That's it. And it confronts us and leaves us feeling pushed. Pushed like we're out of our league on the edge of something Something too amazing to comprehend. We don't know what to do. We don't know who to be. We don't know how to respond. Right. And they didn't either. But they did have a starting point. Two, I might add. The first one was a question that they posed to each other. Who will roll away the stone? Who will not only open the tomb... But who will open the barriers to true sight? Who will open their minds to see how much God loves them? Who will roll back the stones that close our hearts to the real presence of God's love in the everyday? Even when we're bombarded. Even when we feel attacked. Even when we don't want to. Who will roll the stone back from the entrance of our hearts? We know the answer to this. It's in the follow-up, the second piece of this new beginning. To go. To go and tell others and then to go to Galilee. To go back to that place where God urged your heart to love God with all your heart, mind, and strength and to love your neighbor as yourself. To go back to that origin where Jesus called you a beloved child of God. To find that place, that special place of blessing today. To find that special place of blessing in your world, in your community, in your walk with God. To recall those blessings of the past and to go towards the blessings today that recognize you for exactly the person who you are. And when you do, you will see Jesus alive, raised, and fully present for you in the here and now. Jesus? Not dead? That's right. Jesus, who has been crucified, is not dead. He has been raised and is going onwards with you into your Galilee, into your life. This story, this story has invited you. It's told in such a down-to-earth, human, fast-moving way, like breaking news from the Associated Press, happening in real time so that the text can become part of you and that your life can become part of it. So that your life can also be good news. So what's next? Well, nobody knows what the future will bring except God alone, but what we do know is that Christ's disciples went to Galilee, and there they saw Jesus. Over 500 people witnessed that Jesus was no longer dead but alive. 
And what they did was continue Jesus' work of proclaiming the kingdom of God, uniting as many people and gathering them as they could, uniting them to God and to one another through Christ. And we, all of us here, would not be gathered here 2,000 years later if the event witnessed by the women was kept silent, was never told to others. Their eyes were opened. The stones covering their hearts were rolled away, and they experienced Jesus with the others because they went to Galilee. And their experience of Jesus has now been given to us. That amazement and terror that seized them It was transformed into joy, into a new life, into a new purpose with new conviction, a calling to look for Jesus' love, for signs of Jesus' love everywhere, and to make their lives part of the good news. Jesus' love is greater than our understanding. It's even greater than death. This Easter love invites us to roll back the stones that get in the way of our life, that get in the way of us being able to love, and to go and to be gathered and to unite with everyone who wants to live into this never-ending truth of Easter's call, that Christ is alive, Christ is here, and Christ has been raised so that the love never ends, and we're invited to keep the love going. Roll back the stones that hold you back from new life. Tell others about God blessing you and go to your origin of blessing and expect to see Jesus. Terror and amazement might bombard you. You might even want to flee. But trust Jesus to transform you. His love never ends. Let your life... Be part of the good news. Happy Easter.